This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. Good practice, kids. Now it's time for the easiest part of any coach's job, the cuts. Although I wasn't able to cut everyone I wanted to, I have cut a lot of you. Wendell is cut. Rudy is cut. Janie, you're gone. Steven, I like your hustle. That's why it was so hard to cut you. Congratulations, the rest of you made the team. Except you, you, and you. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. I love that gag. It's so fun. Do you think it's run into the ground a bit too much by the end, or do you think <laughs> not it's at all? Not I, at I, all. I, I liked it. I liked it the first time, uh-huh. and then the subsequent eleven times, including over the end credits. I didn't think it was so funny. Yeah, no, so I uh, I love the doubling down on it, and then tripling down, and then seven tupling down. I'm like, a gambler. I love it when it pays out. <laughs> You and Gambler. All right. Uh, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors, everybody. My name is Alan. And I am Greg. And this, of course, is your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons seasons one through ten. And we're rounding the horn, baby. We're coming to the end of it. And this is one of the... This this is uh, this is our season nine, and um, season nine, of course, is where we Alan and I where the fun begins. Yeah, where we lock each other in a cage and uh, fight. Um, sometimes with a guest. So far, we've had guests on every episode, which has been absolutely wonderful. And today, as you know, is no different. We have a old old guest, old friend of the show, uh, Craig McHugh, joining us once again. Stop. Stop. All right, Craig, you're cut. All right. Uh, (laughs) It's like from the show. Yeah. Yeah, we're in season nine. Uh, You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I was like, oh man, like the podcast is going to be over soon. But then I looked at like how many episodes were left in this season alone, and I'm like, oh no, we got a lot. We got a long way to go. Yeah, before we come back around. (laughs) Yeah. Because we got all of season 10 as well, yep. which we all know is going to be uh, the funnest time. for. Well, everybody. we're going to do three or four episodes at a time. Do like t- 10 episodes of yeah. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> all right. First half of season 10. What'd you think? Sucked. Eh, bad. <laughs> uh, but that being said, we're here to talk about uh, Bart Star. Yeah. Um, which is an episode of The Simpsons. Uh, Not Bart quick- Star, but Bart Star. Two R's. Yeah. Uh, Greg, how have you been? Um, you know, I've been pretty good. I've been working on this. Uh, I, I I say this like every week now, but I've been working on this song, and it's just like it's 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 giving me trouble some, finding a hook. It's giving me some problems. No, I found the hook. I don't know where to put the hook though, mm. and I don't know if it's like the chorus. That's where in the in the chorus. Yeah, that's the best place for the hook. <laughs> the hook brings you back. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, it's a weird song where the tempo... Yeah, just, oh, you're just making a Blues Traveler song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Didn't realize that. Um, and, of course, uh-huh. I'm uh, I'm preparing for uh, two uh, sessions of Dungeons & Dragons tomorrow and the mm. next day. 
Uh, so that's going to be mm. a lot of fun where we're actually going to have some people come over to the house and and stay in the backyard we'll be, at a safe distance. We'll be at a safe distance, but we'll be in proximity, which means life, people still exist. Life goes on and we can appreciate no, it. No, but there's three dimensions to the world. Yeah, it'll be real nice. It'll be real yeah. nice. It'll be a good test to see if we can just do this outside. Yeah. Which I think would be a lot of fun. Agreed. Yeah. So... Um, wish us luck on our D and D adventure so that we can do the podcast in the same space again. Mm. Wish us luck, Craig. Luck. Thank, Thank you, you, Craig. <laughs> Greg asked you a question. <laughs> How have you been, Craig? Uh, it's been, uh, yeah. it's been so long. Uh, I've been excellent. Um, obviously a lot of time on my hands but you asked I... me a very personal question before we started recording and i'm going to ask it back to you on the air sure. are you no. working no <laughs> i'm not right now but i'm starting um the bar course in two weeks so in two weeks i'll start uh, my bar course and it's all going to be done electronically so i can just do it out of my little apartment here um that's right ladies and gentlemen we're gonna have our very own lionel huts uh uh, pretty soon here. Am I right? Yeah. No, I think I'll be more like the other guy. Who's the other guy with the, the glasses? Blue -haired, the blue-haired lawyer? He's never it, given a name. He's never. Okay. <laughs> That'll be me. His name's Craig. <laughs> so does that mean my sister was our Lionel Hutz then? Wait, is uh, she a lawyer too? She's a lawyer now, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> did that ever, lawyers. Did that never come up? Imagine a world without lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. No, money down. But yeah, no, things are, so I'm not working right now. No, I'm just uh, kind of enjoying some time off. Uh, I've stopped enjoying time off. It's <laughs> I, I don't enjoy it anymore. Yeah, I'm getting to that point too. But then again, I also don't know what I want to do. So I've been watching a lot of like old, not old, but like uh, older long movies on Netflix. Sure. Getting really high and watching them. Hell yeah. And like. Like, like Lawrence think, of Arabia? No, more like, like, that's why I was like, well, not old, because it's more like uh, <laughs> The Dark Knight Rises or uh, oh. Glorious Bastards. Like, <laughs> they're, they're not old at all, but like, they're not recent, is I guess the, the main thing. Yeah, point. those, um, <laughs> those relics. Those fossils. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been getting really high and watching them, and I'm like, have I been watching movies wrong this whole time? Because like, when I'm high, I'm like really following the plot, like, to a T. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And like, I watched Mission Impossible Fallout, I guess for the second time. I didn't realize as I was watching it, I was like, have I only seen this once? Like when it came out in theaters and it's been two years and I was watching it and I'm like, oh, that's the plot of this movie. Yeah, it's silly. <laughs> for and some great. reason, like when I first saw it, I was just like, oh yeah, they got to do this thing. And uh oh, hey, got to go do this thing now. And then uh, masks, you know, like I was just into that. But then I was like watching it this time. I was like, oh, like uh, Henry Cavill is like, thinks that tom cruise is like the bad guy and blah, blah, blah and like all this stuff and twists and turns and it was great i had a good time it's a good movie it's a fun movie yeah they didn't have a heist though i find that i empathize with characters more like mm. i feel like i like like when they feel something i like really like when i'm just watching passively i'm just like whatever like i don't really think about it but then when i'm like smoking weed i'm just like holy shit like that person like he's going through this like huge like emotional thing yeah. right now and you just like feel so bad for them Totally. And I, like, I've said this before, but I, I react to death a lot more, like, heavy uh, when I'm high. <laughs> like, like, I'll be like, oh, no, that person died. Like, especially in, like, comedies or, like, sci-fi where it's, like, kind of just played for, like, oh, like, he's shot and he falls down and, like, the, the heroes keep running. 
but in, when I'm high, I'm like, that person's dead. <laughs> Does anyone care? I think um, that happened when I turned yeah. 30. It's just a perpetual thing for me now. Mm. Like I can barely watch Fear of Death. I, I yeah, I can't watch a war movie anymore, really. Mm. Um, it's very difficult for me to watch like I mean, it was difficult to begin with to watch Saving Private Ryan, but then I tried to do it again while I watched well, while I turned when I turned thirty, and it was like, Wow, um, this is horrible. <laughs> uh yeah. they're just everyone's dying and it's bad and I it's good. Yeah, I noticed music scores a lot better too which I've noticed. Well, that's the best part. Yeah. And I'm like, look at all, look at all these drum beats in Spider-Verse. I never realized like, yeah. Anyway. Um, you know <laughs> what has what a really, doing. what has a really bopping score? What's that? Spider-Man three. Uh, I mean, yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> no one can see what I'm doing right now. I'm doing the dance. He's doing the finger Spider-Man guns, 3. everybody. He's yeah. doing the guns. You know what we're talking <clears throat> the best, about. The best part of that movie. All right. Yeah. Uh, I say that with, <laughs> almost 100% sincerity. Um shall we talk about the episode? Well, why not? We're here. <laughs> we're here. Uh we're talking about Bart Starr. This is the uh 6th episode of season 9 written by Donic Carey and directed by Dominic Polcino. Original air date November 9th, 1997. And uh wherein uh Homer coaches football for the first and last time, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Probably somewhere in like season 35, you like yeah wins the super bowl or something like. yeah totally well, well they go to they go to see the super bowl in an upcoming episode sunday cruddy sunday that's true um so donna carey has um not a very long writing stint with the simpsons uh so he only writes um his first one was in marge we trust followed by bart star then the last temptation of crust Ugh. Yeah, and um, wait a minute. Last temptation of crust is that isn't that a good one? No, no, it's a good one. It's got the canyon yeah. arrow in it. It's good. You always say that. You can't call the episode good because it has one song that you like. Yeah, sure. The I episode can. is garbage. It's about Krusty doing like uh, observational comedy uh-huh. and becoming a like a angry comic, and it's it's so bad. Uh huh. But it's also pretty good. So. No, we're gonna get to it. <laughs> I like Canyonero. Thank Canyonero's you. Canyonero's fine. It doesn't make the episode good. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he also wrote uh, the Hell to Pay sequence in Treehouse of Horror. Um, Doan in the Wind. Ugh, that's a Is bad that where one. they make the juice. Yeah, that's the juice one. And Thirty Minutes Over Tokyo, which might be the only good episode of season 10 which will be our series finale oh god (laughs) what a bummer (laughs) well we we made this choice yeah go out on top i guess five years ago yeah that's right um so yeah that's what um that's his his writing credits for the simpsons anyway um and, pretty hit or miss. Yeah, pretty hit or miss. Uh, Dominic Polcino goes back to Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming, and he has a few episodes that we really like, like that one, Bart After Dark, uh, Lisa's Sax, and I really like this episode, and The Dumbbell Indemnity, and then uh, his last episode is Lard of the Dance, which is not a very good episode. Oh, yeah. That's a, a rough one to go out on. Yeah. Uh, but then he uh, also directs a whole lot of King of the Hill episodes. Ah! 
Oh, which appears in this episode. Yeah, and he um, he's currently working as a director on Rick and Morty. Oh, Richard and Mortimer. Yes, the very same, <laughs> uh, which is a lot of fun. Have you been watching that that show? Hell yeah. New, new season? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, so, Bart Star. Bart Star. The general plot. His Springfield <laughs> is fat, and Springfield's the, fat, you guys. And the kids need to go and join football, pee wee football, pee wee football to make them not fat anymore. Uh, idea Blinders that is, is the coach. Yep, and um, Nelson Homer doesn't like that. No, he does not like that. And Nelson, of course, is the quarterback who is uh, carrying the entire team. It's uh, it's it's fun. So let's go around and say what we thought generally of this episode. Uh, Craig, Can we say guest first. Yeah, why don't you take it as the? You, why don't you do the honors? Sure. Um, I th- I remember seeing this one when I was a kid. I think I remember seeing it. No, maybe probably not when it first came out. I would have been too young, but I remember seeing it as like reruns when I was a kid, and I really liked it, and I still like it now. I think it's good. Uh, I don't think it's great. I don't like. Obviously, it doesn't like stand up against um, some of the classics. I think a lot of the jokes, especially in the first half of the episode, are really like they were this miss. Like sometimes a scene would end, and I would just go like that. That's that's, what I <laughs> that's but, the joke. Yeah. Um, that's the joke. I think there are some really funny kind of sequences. I think there's some. I really like the cameo by Joe Namath. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, I really like the now seemingly random sort of King of the Hill crossover. But um, we'll we can get into this later. I think yeah. it's actually not so random like it seems like now it's like where the hell did that come from but <laughs> i feel like it's more of a deliberate choice um and i love seeing flanders lose his temper so that's always um that's always a positive for me so overall thought it was good even though some of it falls flat uh sure i very succinct yeah that's that's great um I I really like this episode. It's one in season nine that I keep going back to. I think it's very, very funny. Um, it's also a kind of uh, not-so-subtle jab at the idea of football in general. Um, I like that the one game Bart really does as a quarterback, he ends completely destroyed. Um, like you, his, his shirt is ripped. He swallows mud. He's just been uh, essentially completely abused um and the uh picture that uh, kent brockman shows of an example of peewee football is just of a uh small child with bruises and a uh, crutch um <laughs> giving the thumbs up and i think that's a very apt signifier of what football generally is i'm not a huge fan of the sport it seems kind of silly to me but um i actually do like homer a lot in this episode i think he's hilarious um yeah some of the jokes don't land as well as they probably should maybe like the entire uh first two minutes of the episode just being a big fat joke um (laughs) don't land as well as they should um but it's one of the episodes of season nine that i keep going back to the end (laughs) and end podcast all right um yeah so uh obviously i'm uh not a fan of season nine in general so this is a common thread but uh the other thing i wanted to kind of say as a preamble is um 
a lot of the episodes in season nine I don't go back to and watch because I don't like them. So uh, I think a common thread going through the season is I'm going to be like uh, not remembering the entire episode very well and just remembering the stuff I don't like. Um, and so going into these episodes, it almost feels like a like it's all fresh in a, in a lot of ways, as opposed to older episodes where I've watched like hundreds of times where I know every beat and uh, that kind of thing. These ones I'm like, I like health fair. I'm like, I had no idea there was a health fair segment in this episode. Like I didn't remember that shit. Um, <clears throat> so that being said, I, I actually, uh, I was a hundred percent on board with this episode uh, in the first act. Um, uh, I agree. The, the health fair part is probably the weakest of the first act, but once they get to the main plot, which again, like they, I think it's a nice uh, script writing choice to have the health fair tie into you should get some exercise. That's why they're playing football. Like that's, you know, no badger plot here, um, which I ob obviously always enjoy. And uh, once they get out of the health fair, once they start the football stuff, I actually really like it. I think there's some really great jokes and it's really interesting to see the dynamics of like Nelson and Bart and Milhouse and all those kids uh, and Flanders as a coach. The episode loses me as soon as Homer starts being a fucking asshole. <laughs> to Flanders and I know that's like you know it's to Flanders so it's like more to be expected a bit more but it's still like to the point where it's just like grating and irritating and not funny um and then once he becomes coach uh I just think it's kind of a missed opportunity because I, I actually also really like the the weird canon breaking backstory of him being a gymnast and his father being a dick to him and he's like well I gotta start being nice to Bart and it's like it's kind of a tie-in to uh what is it? Uh, is it the Simpsons and Sun Tonic episode where it's like I gotta start overparenting or whatever? Something um, like that. Yeah, your half-assed overparenting is scarier than your half-assed underparenting. Um, like similar kind of idea with that, right? Where it's like he goes too far with Bart, uh, and that's what causes the conflict. But it just it him him being a jerk to Flanders, I think, uh, like to the point that he is when Flanders is doing a really good job, <laughs> like the team's winning. And he's, it's just his petty jealousy that's causing it just like irks me and just makes me like angry at him. And again, it's just like jerk ass Homer's rearing his ugly head uh, in parts of the episode. Um, I think uh, by the end, I, I think overall I, I enjoyed the episode. Um, so it's not a thumbs down, but I'm struggling whether it's a thumbs sideways or a thumbs up. So I'm hoping maybe our discussion will teeter me towards one or the other oh <laughs> good um <laughs> this this episode uh he so when he's when he's f saying like flanders flanders games over there and throws a beer at flanders head i Ugh. think that's hilarious i love it that's the worst <laughs> um yeah fair enough and i'm not going to change your opinion about that even though i think you're wrong um i think he's just it's it's exactly what he needs to be and um he would be the only the the biggest difference between this episode and lisa on ice is that he sees flanders coaching if it's anybody else he's not that way if it's flanders he will say that he's the worst he will throw a beer at his head just because he's flanders and i completely buy it because i've had nine years with this guy just not liking Flanders for irrational reasons. Do they take it a little far and a little exaggerated? Absolutely. But we also um, 
get to uh, get to see Flanders lose his cool just a little bit, which uh, rarely ever happens. And even then, it's not even that bad, which kind of reminds me of Hurricane Nettie when he's like, you're the worst person I ever met. And he thinks he got off easy. Uh, and he does get off easy. And it's like, I really don't... If It made me laugh, so I really don't care about whether or not he was a jerk-ass for that one moment, which really is only, like, it's less than a minute of screen time that he does a, that he does the jerk-ass thing for, and I get really worried uh, after the act break that he's going to continue being the jerk-ass, but then Marge talks to him about his horrible father, and he does a turn on a dime and becomes <laughs> the half-assed over-parenting version of Homer, which I find very enduring, and I really think the uh, episode hits its stride as soon as the second act begins, and we see that gymna the, the gymnast sequence. I think it's sad and funny, and Abe sucks. Abe does suck, and uh, I think we can all agree on that. I think, uh, I guess I would have preferred to see, again, it's just this, like, this, this degree of cynicism in season nine that just, like, never really gets there for me uh because in an in a earlier season this plot <clears throat> would have had a more like uh touching like homer believes in bart uh even though he's not great um kind of thing uh the moment at like near the end where where he says like oh like i need a good running back or whatever like that's i wanted to see more of that throughout like either throughout the episode or like since the the flashback revelation as it were um but it's not as interesting to have to rehash the overparenting thing and and have him uh, thrust Bart into the spotlight when he clearly is bad at it and hates it and uh, it's just Homer's obliviousness in this one just doesn't doesn't work for me as well. And I like that they're on completely separate pages the entire time. I think it's very very funny until they have that little conversation at the at the cat fight. Um, arcade game uh i think that's all i needed in this episode because it's it's funny enough yeah i almost like that it subverts what you're talking about alan like i think it like you expect it to be like oh it's gonna be this touching moment where he thinks that you know bart's maybe like wins the big game even if he's not like the biggest star or whatever but i like that it kind of i don't know just having grown up seeing a lot of like nepotism in kids sports myself like i it is the most annoyingly frustrating thing you'll ever see and i almost like at the end of it that homer's big realization is that he has to be more realistic about the fact that his son isn't a good football player and he needs to recognize that and and it's i think i think the ending scene is funny where he takes nelson's place in the police car rather than in the game <laughs> that is because, funny, yeah. he, because he's you know he's saying like dad like i'm not a good player and yeah. And, and, you, and you rarely ever see that. Like, I think so much nepotism goes unchecked. And I think it actually does make a lot of, like, children's sports teams suffer because parents just are not willing to admit that their kid isn't the best player on the field. And That's... so I, know, I, I thought, I thought, I like that. I thought it was, like, almost a bit of a comment on that. And I thought it was meant to parody the sort of episode that you thought it was going to be. Sure. I think... Uh... I think there's just maybe three different kind of ideas and story threads happening with Homer coaching that don't mesh as well as I would like. Mm. And I feel like, like what you're saying, I, I agree. Like I like that aspect of it, like him, like the nepotism. Uh, I feel like that's not on display as much. It's more like the kids who are like, Oh, like Bart didn't get cut. Like 
they're seeing it from that side, but Homer isn't ever like, oh, I'm treating Bart better because he's my son. He, his story is I need to like encourage my son to be good at sports because my dad didn't do that for me. So again, there's just kind of two levels of different stories that are happening that are at odds with each other for me. Um, and he doesn't realize what direction. he's doing. He never realizes what he's doing to the kids. He doesn't see that. He doesn't see right. it as nepotism. He just sees it as encouraging his son, which yeah. is, I think, great to see yeah. the different the 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 contrast from where the the kids are coming from and like especially Bart but also like Nelson and see how he is being uh well benched essentially and you 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 see these I just these... don't think it's focused enough on either of them. I, I get what you're saying Greg and yeah like the the two sides of it as it were uh they're seeing it as two different things but for me from a storytelling perspective I feel like they needed to choose one and not have it be so convoluted I guess. Uh, for me to buy a lot of the character shifts and changes and uh, mm-hmm. realizations I by agree. the end. I think the plot's a bit messy too. I mean, even like introducing the whole thing with um, Grandpa Simpson and Homer Simpson, like from the past, and then they kind yeah. of bring it back, like at the end. Yeah, with, and, but they don't. It, it, and he's it like, really uh, I don't give a shit, and falls asleep. And Marge's yeah. like, Well, what are you gonna do? And he's like, Okay, so. <laughs> And, and, even, and even small gaggy kind of things like Lisa coming in and being like, Oh, well, I'm gonna play football. Like, I feel like they just introduce a lot of things that are like, that didn't go anywhere and it wasn't really yeah. part of the story at all. I do. I love the Lisa part though. Uh, I, I think but, it's funny too, yeah. but, but, I I, remember, but yes, I remember even as a kid watching and thinking like, Oh, you, that's you, what the episode I thought is. that was going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, I love that subversion personally uh, because it's quick because it's like, it's like a very quick little gag. And then Lisa, Lisa uh, turns right away to the pigskin, and then that doesn't work. And she starts crying and leaving. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that works. And like, this isn't a Lisa story. So it's, it's mm-hmm. nice to have her involved in some way and just have a little, a little joke. But, uh, mm-hmm. but, but, but I, I agree that, yeah, like just tying in with what I was saying, like there are a lot of story threads that either don't go anywhere uh, are just for gags or, um, are just a little too uh, easily wrapped up um, that, uh, yeah, just again, just story structure-wise for a 22-minute episode, it's like, you got to choose one is, is, yeah. is how I feel. And I don't think they had the steam to do any of them, to do any one of them. I think they run out of steam in, like, and this is not to be like, oh, this is why the episode is the way it is and that's why it's good. It's just the way the writer's room has turned into these writers don't have the steam to to make an episode about about They're him being bad writers then. <laughs> I'm well let me get to it Sorry. Um, <laughs> these these writers don't have the steam to be able to uh, string one thought from beginning to end from uh, Bart being on the football team to uh, and it being about nepotism or is it about Homer and his dad? They haven't, it's, it's never going to be one or the other with one, with these writers. It's why Das Bus has the Bill Gates, uh, uh, internet King subplot because they're just, this room is not capable of following a concept all the way through and mining it for all of those things because that cynicism and nihilism a little bit is present in all of it. And this is the first episode of season nine that feels to me like what the show turns into. Like we have the Cartridge family, which is a big miss, and that's Scully's first uh, foray as showrunner. We have this one, which we can presume is Scully's second foray as showrunner. I didn't look up the production number of the episode maybe you can do that for me um 
but this one feels like it's very confident in what kind of humor it's going for, and you're either on board or you're not. Um, 5FO3. <clears throat> um, so it might be the third. Because um, Cartridge Family's 5FO1. Mm. Um, let's see if the next one is 5FO2. Nope, 04. So I'm not sure where 02 is. Uh, anyway, uh, we won't worry about that right now. <laughs> but yeah, so this, this is one still feels, early in the This one feels very confident in what kind of humor it's going for, is what I'm saying. Sure. And I guess like I, I like I get what you're saying, but it's almost like if someone if someone was like, here's the thing about uh, you know, Justice League, the movie Justice League. Roberto Orchi and uh, I actually don't remember who wrote that, but <laughs> do believe it's Chris Terrio. Chris Terrio doesn't have the skill to bring all these superheroes together and make a, an interesting story with all of these superheroes about an interesting villain. That's why it's like, and you're, and that's like a praise, or that's like saying, see, it's good. Like that's a weird. It's just a weird thing. Just like the writers aren't good enough to make this episode. Uh, have one story thread that's why they throw in so many and that's why it's messy it's just like, not it's their a... style it's not the way that they're going to be doing this it's if you're looking for that in any of these coming episodes then i finally see where you're where you're coming yeah. from uh, looking this, for a good story in a this, fun episode yeah no that is what looking look for. looking for a uh look looking for a story that has um i don't know what, a traditional payoff about. This is what we've been talking about the whole the whole podcast though like these lowly's five years is the story structure and how like the b plots are sometimes garbage because they don't tie into the a plot mm -hmm. um and how the a plots are way more interesting when they're they're fully formed and go from uh the first act to the third act and don't have badger plots and this one's like, a good example of that but it doesn't do it coherently instead it does it as funny as they possibly can so i'm saying that these writers give up on doing <laughs> a uh coherent and and I'm thought. agreeing with you. I'm saying yeah, they have, and that's why that's why it's not as interesting to me. Because again, like the uh, the the joke machine thing that I talked about last episode is is really uh, starting to become apparent. And like I wrote down a, a joke, a potential favorite joke that is not something I think the character would normally say, but I thought it was really it made me laugh in the moment. And I'm like, it would have been better if it came from a character that. Like it was believable coming from and not just a funny joke because you could anyone can write funny jokes. It's putting them in context and in the right situation that makes them like transcendent and that maybe that's a too broad of a word, but you know what I mean? Like the thing, the jokes that really stick with me over the years, uh, both in Simpsons and in any other comedies or whatnot, are ones that are funny jokes in and of themselves, but are funnier because of where they're coming from. And uh, like, I think that's really prevalent in season nine in general, and it becomes even worse in uh, 10 and on, uh, that they don't care where the jokes are coming from. They just want jokes. And I think and they get lucky in this episode, wherein most fair. of the jokes feel like they're coming from the, the right person. And I'm interested it's in hearing what, your, what, what joke you wrote down, because it might <laughs> be the same as mine. Uh, it's very... Um, uh, like I, I hate to use this because th this is still two years before this this came out, but it's a very Family Guy esque uh, humor structure. Uh, like even the beer throwing, uh, that's that's a thing that Peter Griffin would do. 
It's not a thing Homer Simpson would do. Uh, the closest Homer's ever gotten to like hurting, actually physically hurting Ned Flanders is actually one of my favorite jokes ever. Uh, and it's when he's going to like bash his head with a pipe uh, to get the Super Bowl tickets or whatever. Um, and <laughs> it's like, what, like, can you imagine the show like doing that, but he actually goes through with it? That's no. what this feels like. That's that, what this feels like. That's it, what this feels like. Him throwing yeah. a beer bottle. Okay. <laughs> it's violence. It's it's physical violence intent for harm. Uh it's like it's not it's not funny to me when someone throws uh, a beer bottle at someone's head. Um it's like <laughs> like even like uh the pret the pretzel pretzel episode. Like at least that's funny because <laughs> It's pretzels. It's silly. It's like there's no reason why suddenly this uh, whitey is like pleading for some kind of sanity and then cut back and he's immediately passed out on the floor because he got pelted by pretzels. That's funny because it's absurd. This is just like this is a thing that would actually happen in real life. Someone would throw a beer bottle at a coach's head and it's in that con in real life. It's not funny. And in here, it's not funny. So that's how I feel. Sorry guys, I just got really distracted by something, and I I think we've I think you were making some really excellent points. So, um, thank you. you. I I just got an email. Uh, this goes back to uh, what 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 Craig uh, asked me at the very beginning of all this before we even started, which oh, is, am I working? And the answer is, I think I am now. Oh wow! Hooray! Yeah, yeah. Starting on June tenth. What are you doing? I'm going back to Heritage Pork. Pork. Oh, nice. Heritage pork. Heritage pork. Heritage pork. Heritage pork. Heritage pork. pork. It'd be funnier if you were like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to coach little league or I'm going to coach. Yeah. That would, football. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to coach peewee football because you know, I have a lot of experience as a peewee footballer. Um, I did that as a kid. That's uh, a bad joke because I didn't. Um, but what I wanted to ask was Craig, what is your experience with, um, I guess uh, peewee sports, kids sports, all the way up to here and now. Well, I mean, I played uh, hockey when I was a really little kid. I played soccer. Uh, I was never good at sports. So I'm just going to throw that out there right now. And I think this is one of the reasons it frustrated me. I mean, I was never good. And my dad was sometimes my coach. And sometimes I think he would get the idea that I was this really good player. Oh, um, I remember no. he, always, I, I remember, I remember he used to say, he used to say like, Oh, don't worry. Like you're not the worst kid on the team. And like, I definitely was like, there's no, there's no doubt about it. And it used to frustrate me that my dad used to, he almost used to push me and like make me believe that things were different than they were. So I don't know. I think that's why I, I do particularly like this episode because Bart, um, I, I had an interest in playing sports. I just wasn't good at them. Whereas Bart not only isn't good at them, but he's absolutely not interested in playing them even to begin with. He wants to so sit on the couch and eat Pop-Tarts. So I think that's why the episode, that's why I think the episode is good. And I do like the way that it wraps up at the end too. Like, I think it would almost be a bit trite to have Bart, like even play in the game at the end. I think it's funny that he like, gets pulled off in a police car. Oh yeah. I love that ending. I think that's yeah. great. I also I, love that. I think the ending is a really oh, safe have... because there's a lot going on. And then like at the end of it, Homer, by putting Bart in the police car, it's <laughs> almost like he's like kind of learned his lesson. Like, okay, like no nepotism, like don't put your kid in the game if he's not good. Yeah. Just arrest him. Yeah, just just arrest him, I guess. And I, I guess it just takes this like kind of like almost like chaotic sort of like all these different plots and sort of just like wraps it up. Even the grandpa thing like kind of gets wrapped up, but doesn't really. But <laughs> they try. They, they try. Like he's still asleep when Homer's getting lifted up and everything. But I, I, I think they 
put as much of a bow on it as they possibly could. Oh yeah. I, again, I think story structure wise, this episode's solid. Uh, like uh, from A to A to C, it's just the stuff in the middle that's just like a little murky. Mm. It's not mm. like it's not like it's 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 all over the place. It's just more yeah. that like there's that that kind like I said that kind of like dueling uh, perspectives that are both, in my opinion, very interesting ideas that aren't fully mm-hmm. fleshed out because they're battling with each other. Um, but I, I, I love the ending. I think the ending's great. I especially love the, um, like, what, what, like, what are we talking here? Like a minor uh, infraction? Or, and it's like, like, you know, you know, the re- like the reason, what, what is it? It's like burglary uh, and arson or something. Bur- like. Burglary and arson. I yeah. think. Burglary and arson. And that's great. The only, like, very, very, very minor quibble is like having Chief Wiggum be the, the officer taking him away. Like, I know that's like just their officer stand, like character that they'll always use, but it's a little like implausible that he would think this is Nelson. Like, you know what I mean? It'd be, it'd be yeah. way, way a better joke if it's a different officer, like one we haven't seen or even Lou, like, you know, if it's like, Eddie and Lou, that's fine. Yeah. Cause like they're, they're not too bright anyway and they don't interact with the Simpsons that much, but like chief Wiggum knows that's Bart Simpson. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah but it, it's kind of, it's kind of a longstanding joke, joke that a lot of the characters like, they know the Simpsons, but don't really know them. Like they don't recognize them from episode sure. to episode. Yeah, it's that's why it's not like broken because of mm-hmm. that. But I just think it would be a better joke if it was a different character. If it was a not Chief Wiggum, but mm-hmm. that's again just minor quibble. Well, um, I, think I also really enjoy the uh, the Joe Namath cameo just I because too. I think it's a, a another submersion of that like submersion. expectation of like a subversion of like oh he's gonna come in and like he's gonna come in and he's gonna like Solve you know, give him this great yeah. advice and he literally. <laughs> gives him zero advice <laughs> and actually yeah. even says remember what i said yep it was just yeah. paper lock yeah oh it's, it's it's funny yeah i like the joe namath thing because it also is we're still in that era of uh having celebrities play themselves like the beginning of that era of celebrities playing themselves and being like useless to the plot or like not relevant and that kind of thing so at, at least with this this cameo this little guest appearance it it makes sense uh, I like that it's just like oh like like because usually I'm like why the hell is this person in Springfield I like that it's oh my car broke down like it's just random right it's it's there's no well, reason and, for and it on older shows that shit used to actually they used to actually try to like get away with that stuff like yeah celebrities <laughs> just being like hey I was just in the neighborhood and yeah I just, I just <laughs> totally. by this bar like <laughs> no you did cheers yeah yeah, yeah. Um, just, just recording a new album like they're just like it's our stop and cheer <laughs> moment it's it's so wrong when there isn't a live studio audience yeah but i do love yeah. the i do like the joe namath thing and i do like that they bring it back and he's so bad please so bad. please get your car to, checked i'm joe namath to, to, t- <laughs> to tie it in with uh the brief conversation at the beginning about canyon arrow uh like i I almost feel like the opposite for this episode in the set, the way you feel about the Canyon Arrow. And I mean, we'll get to that episode and like, maybe you'll like the whole episode and I'm crazy, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like that segment is enough for you to really like that episode as a whole. Um, and for me, it's almost like that, that moment where Homer's just being too mean to Flanders almost, almost ruins this episode for me because I like everything else pretty much full force you know like there's there's small little like minor quibbles like i said but there's nothing like major like cartridge family or um even city of new york where i'm like this just feels gross and weird um but that part is just it just doesn't work for me and it just makes me real real mad (laughs) so 
but the rest is good. I like the, I like the rest. I like the football stuff. I like Nelson being like weirdly good, like not weirdly good, I guess, but like the, the weird kind of things he does, like, uh, uh, holding Bart in front of him and like making him hit everybody and then like turning and hitting that one last guy before he goes to the end zone. Um, literally carrying the team. Ah, that's right. Um, like I said, I love the little Lisa part. Uh, the, the uh, Homer, once he is coach, like, uh, again, like, I think that's an interesting uh, story. And again, I kind of wish they just like made Homer the coach from the get go and had that be the whole thing rather than have him have to be a jerk to Flanders and take over. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think you just can't, you can't do a satire on like the all American family and not have an episode where the dad like you can't not do an episode where the dad coaches, coaches football. Like you, you, you have to do it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I don't know. And I think this is a very like all American episode. Homer's yeah. dressed like Tom Landry the entire time. It's kind of like a, a nod. He got his hat kind of... from uh, from Cypress Creek. Oh, is it, is that right? Yeah, it's such a great little piece of weird continuity. <laughs> yeah, Tom Landry's oh. hat. It's actually Tom Landry's hat. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I just so always in... assumed that they, they were having him like dressed like Tom Landry, but like he actually in another episode, like got his hat for real. Yeah. yeah. In the Scorpio episode. And you only move twice. Oh, okay. He, he like buys it at when he's walking past. He's like Tom Landry's hat. And he's like, Oh, I can't afford that. He's like, wait, yes I can. And then the, you know, the next it smash cut to him wearing it and like coaching the people in the, in the, uh, in the nuclear room, whatever, right. <laughs> wherever he is. <laughs> well, and, and Homer loves the Dallas Cowboys. That's his, that's his team. He's so. always wanted to own the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. It's um, Denver Broncos. Yeah, he gets the Denver <laughs> And it's also Hank Hill's team, which is, I think, one of the reasons that I think that the whole pops King up. of the Hill crossover is uh, kind of a, a funny, deliberate choice in this episode. Yeah. Well, tell us when about that. Yeah. Start? I, I just, I mean, do you, are you guys familiar with the show? Like, obviously, you know what the show is. But I, know guys... what the, I know the show. I know that it's a Mike Judge show, but I'm not okay. familiar with it. I, I'm a huge fan. I've seen it through, I think, three times. Um um, and it used to air back to back with the Simpsons on Sunday yeah. nights. Um, <clears throat> so it started, uh, just cause I was curious, it started, uh, January 12th, 97. So it's been, oh, going... so it's pretty new. So I yeah, feel but, like... it's, but it has been going for like months now. So I it's feel not like, like them... brand new. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you know what, like King of the Hill kind of hit the ground running. It was a success right from the start. They didn't really think it would be. It's kind of a more realistic answer to the Simpsons. It's like a different kind of, um, satire of like kind of the all-american family maybe like a more more realistic kind of darkly realistic one um and i i like that they include that little segment in this episode because like again now when you see it now it almost feels a little family guy-esque it feels a little bit just like whoa like they, they crossed him over no way like <laughs> right. um but i think it's really uh it's to have it happen in this episode which is an episode that's focused around homer and bard and these ideas of um uh, encouragement uh the father-son story like there, that was central to so many uh king of the hill stories between hank and his son bobby that's kind of like the heart of the show bobby so i, so I think um and and um tom landry is also one of hank hill's heroes and i think the school yeah. where bobby goes to school is even called tom landry high school or something like oh, yeah. that. so <laughs> um so it's, it's it's not just like a random crossover like they picked this episode for a reason and I also like how it's just kind of like it's a paying respect, but it's also a little bit of a jab because um, King of the Hill was kind of successful to start off. And I think to have them at their football game, but lose is like saying like, OK, like you're good enough to play with us, but like you're not you, you haven't beat us yet. Like you're 
you're still like we're still the big boys and you're still like the guest here kind of thing um was the because they okay because uh just remind me they they say all, all that hank hill says is we drove from all the way from ireland for this right yeah we, we drove two thousand miles for this so yeah right. i, I oh, like to say ireland yeah. I, I like they included it it's like Obviously, they had respect for the show because they included them in the show. They wouldn't have done that if they just thought the show was a piece of shit or something. But they're still saying, like, I think that they're still, like, kind of proclaiming themselves like the winners of kind of the animated satire. Right. Was the idea, though, that the, like, the team they were playing in that segment was, like, the Hank Hill team? <laughs> like, you yeah, know, whatever I, I, city. Because I think, I think Arlen, it was, like, I Springfield yeah. versus Arlen. Okay. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Then. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a jab, but I think it's respectful. It's definitely yeah. and it's definitely a tradition that's kind of you still see carried on. Even I mean I haven't I don't watch network TV anymore, but uh, even kind of carried on today as like shows that air on the same night. Um, now, now I know you kids with your streaming nowadays <laughs> and your your skateboarding and your rock music won't won't understand this but you know and shows used to air on the same energy show they always used to make fun of each other and yeah give jabs at each other and, they, and i think they even still do it now so the most yeah, well, recent one i can remember is brooklyn 99 and new girl doing a crossover yeah yeah oh is that right oh, yeah that's cool because they they aired on the same network and on the same night for a while um before well, of one's course. in la and one's in new york so yeah. they they had an episode where <clears throat> they the new girl the new girl gang went to new york and ran into the brooklyn 99 gang yeah what it was know, bad it's crazy it was stupid yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a silly crossover um that's bad whereas like whereas little things like this i think are tastefully done it's not like a full-on i mean i think family guy definitely overdoes it they they make reference to the other shows that they're up against um on that well, kind not, of Sunday night lineup all the and time and not just not just those but like just ev- like everything they can think and i think that's why a thing like this works in the Simpsons because they don't overdo it. They don't mm-hmm. always have references to other shows. Like the other one I was, I was thinking of uh, that's like a lot weirder than this one, but like has the same kind of feeling is when uh, Homer gets kicked out of uh, Archie and the gang's vehicle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Stay out of Riverdale. Like, <laughs> like I just like, I just remember that and being like, that's so bizarre that they just have this weird little, little thing, but like, because it, doesn't happen often it's 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 almost more funny because it's so absurd Mm -hmm. and so especially because the animation style is different and so like even in this like you see the king of the hill characters and it's completely different animation style and you're like what's going on there but it's like it's like a fun little yeah it's just like a fun little little joke um i i never got into king of the hill but i know people that like it really like it like oh it's it's great it actually it's it's so underrated yeah um i just don't i just don't I just don't care about like beer swollen Texans. I don't know. <laughs> I know there's more to it than that, but that's uh, it's a it's a hard entry point for me. I guess is the mm-hmm. is the main. No, thing. no, for sure. Um, but I like Hank Hill. I always liked Hank Hill and his his weirdo voice and. And, and I think a lot of the same people who worked on The Simpsons also ended up working on King of the Hill too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, think so. Yeah, yeah I think I, I mean I think Greg even said the guy who directed this episode also directed went on to direct episodes of King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, it was created by Judge and Greg Daniels, who goes on to do, you know, The, the Office. Office and Parks and Rec and new upcoming Space Force. Whoa. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just think it's funny. I, th- I think it's a, a funny moment. And I think it's ironic that going into the 2000s, I thought King of the Hill kind of became the better show at that time. Very I, I probable. I should definitely watch that show at some point. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. No, it's it's great. It's a, it's Simpsons esque in that it's like satire, but it's very it's much more dry and and much more real. Like it, it's a cartoon where nothing that happens is is not realistic. Like it, it, you could have actually filmed that show with real actors. Like there's nothing in it that happens that's completely crazy or cartoony in any way. And I think that's what turned a lot of people off on it. Mm. As, as as far as like when it was coming up after the Simpsons for me, mm-hmm. that was a death knell for that show mm-hmm. for me because yeah. I had just seen this incredibly outlandish, colorful show and then we're taking all of that and turning it into something very, very interesting that the Simpsons kind of started out as that was kind of their idea being a cartoon, but having it grounded. But King of the Hill like really doubles down on that by making not just the stuff that's going on grounded, but the actual animation is Mm-hmm. as they're trying to make it as lifelike as they can almost. And that was just very, very hard for me to get on board with, especially after immediately just watching an episode of The Simpsons. It's such a it's such a clash of styles, which is very cool. So that's what I have to say about King of the Hill. It only aired for 13 seasons? Oh, only? Well, compared <laughs> to The Simpsons? <laughs> compared to The Simpsons, it's an abject failure. <laughs> Well, and I think being opposite The Simpsons helped it a lot too. I oh mean, hell yeah! I, I think eventually they wedged it between The Simpsons and Family Guy, so I'm sure there's a lot of viewers. Fox who like, Animation Block, who who just thought to themselves like, "Well, I might as well just keep watching." And yeah. you know, back <laughs> when Fox kind of was a network. Sense. Yeah. When do you think Family Guy is going to go up on Disney Plus? Um, I don't know. It's still on Netflix, so there's probably some legal bullshittery they have to deal with. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same reason Infinity War is on Netflix. Yes. You guys remember that movie? Yeah, I liked it. I did too. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you don't don't remember? Which one was that? Infinity War? Avengers Infinity War? Thanos Quest. Was was that the last one? No, No. it was the the Thanos one where he went and collected the gems. And he won. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do remember it. Everyone failed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh and by the way um just to to backtrack about 30 minutes here um there are two credited writers on justice league and we forgot to mention joss whedon so i i was thinking that as we were saying actually i was like did john like i know joss whedon like jumped in and did some shit he but has like, an on-screen writing credit uh, yeah 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 he is uh he has no directing credit but he has a writing credit well, yeah. I mean, Directors Guild rules, my, my dude. They rule. <laughs> they sure do. Same reason uh, Dexter Fletcher is the is the credited director of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. You well, mean everyone knows that? You mean Brian Singer? No, Dexter Fletcher is the credited director. He's credited. Yeah. No. He's really? the he's the credited director. On the sc- really? Brian Singer's yeah. Brian Singer got fired. Mm-hmm. I know and that because and, and because of that. They, uh, they, they, I'm pretty sure, well, maybe this is a bold claim. Well, I know, I know that it's, it's a whole weird, messy thing. I know he um, came on and, and like finished the movie and then made Rocket Man, which is the superior film, which is a great movie. Yeah. Um, did you see that one, Craig? Rocket Man? I did not see Rocket Man and I actually have no good reason for not having seen it. I really like Elton John and I like the uh, lead actor who played him, but I uh, just never, never peeped it. If you get a chance, it's fun. 
No, I was I was backwards. Yeah, it is Brian Singer, the credited uh, director. Dexter Fletcher was originally supposed to direct. Then Brian Singer was directing. He got fired. Dexter Fletcher came in to finish. And uh, because of the rules, uh, I guess because Singer did a certain percentage of the movie, he gets the sole directing credit. So. 51. Um, yeah. 51. Thought, in my mind, I thought it was the other way around. And I was like, oh, like, it's too bad that he's saddled with the directing credit for that shitty movie. <laughs> but never mind. The right person is credited for that movie because it's garbage. Yes, and it he's is. a garbage human. It's so. a bad movie, bad person. Anyway, um, what do you, should we go to the reference desk? <laughs> What what are you what are we doing? Yeah, uh, yeah, we can do that. Let's do it. No one else. No one else has anything else they want to say about uh, about uh, Skittlebrow or. Well, I'm um... glad we found it. <laughs> I really am. What... I forgot which episode that was in. Yeah, this one. it was really really nice to see it um, because that is a wonderful classic bit. Yep. That just worms its way into your brain and will never leave. And. Uh... You know, if the if the world's ever uh, write it again, uh, Dickens Pub uh, does uh, Sprinkle Brow. For well, apparently, I'm going back to work at Heritage Park, a massive tourism site. Right, but which, it's an outdoors primarily. Also thing. true. Which means, yeah. though, we're getting closer. Of course, closer I mean we're always closer. getting every day. It's getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. You got to admit, it's getting better. It's getting better all the time. <laughs> Same joke. Name those song. artists, Craig. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> All right, reference test. Uh, Bart Starr, the title, of course, is a reference to Bart Starr with two R's. That's a real-life quarterback, I believe, for the Packers. Green Bay. You, you believe correctly. Oh, thank you. Uh, the uh, sporting goods store is called Sporticus, which is a reference to Spartacus and not a reference to the character Sporticus from Lazy Town, um, as that came after this episode. <laughs> you, ever heard of, <laughs> you ever heard of Lazy Town, Greg? No. <laughs> uh, Lazy Town had a weird uh, viral video uh, about baking a cake, and that's why most people who aren't children know about it. Um, including myself, but uh, yeah, there's a character named Sporticus, and I thought that was very funny. He's got a little mustache. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, that's what the reference test is for. Uh, Fantastic Four is reference. It's clobber in time. That's what the thing says. Oh yeah, he sure does. Ben Graham. Um, do you remember? Do you remember in Fan Four Stick when he said that? Um. Yes, I did. It's when he's like, "It's clobber in time," and then it's it's a reference to his abusive older brother. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like you first hear it near the beginning when it's like his his older brother's like, "It's clobber in time," and like beats him with a bat, and you're yeah. like, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah. Is he gonna? He's got. He. I mean, we know he's gonna use that later. So yeah, that's a weird thing to anyway. Um, Fantastic Four movies are all great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've really nailed it each time. Dynamite, Lenny says, and that's from Good Times. King of the Hill. From King of the Hill. Yeah. Um, Hooters. The restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. You guys ever been to Hooters? I've not. I've seen it. There, you never a... been, Craig? What do you mean you've seen it? There's a Hooters. <laughs> there's a Hooters in West Edmonton Mall, or there was. Oh, you know what? I've seen it too. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there used to be one on Bourbon Street. Yeah, that's the one. There was one on McLeod Trail for a long time, too. So you've seen it, too. Yeah. Well, I've been in one. I went to one in Mexico. 
Oh, get out. Because I was like, how old was I? Was, was it probably called like Hooters or did it, did it have like a translated name? No, it was called Hooters. Okay. It was a very, it was, we were in Puerto Vallarta. It was a very tourism heavy uh, uh, little place. So they're like, uh, Americans come, come to all these places. We all speak English. Um, anyway, uh, my dad was like, really wanted us to go to Hooters. And it was really weird because like my brother and I were quite young. And my dad's like, look, kids, w- women. And, uh, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> yeah. And, and there's actually, I, I, I imagine it's still somewhere, but there's like a very awkward photo of our uh, server uh, with me and my brother, like her arms around me and my brother, because my dad was like, get a photo with with the Hooters girl. (laughs) And we were, and my brother and I are like, just like half smiling. Like we're like, "Uh, we're so uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, I had the chicken wings. They were, they were passable. I love those freaking things. (laughs) Uh, Hooters. Wonderful restaurant. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a fine establishment. <laughs> that what a weird thing that exists. I in the know, world. I know. It's it's, it's called Hooters, it's and it's like it's women are are required to wear certain kinds of tops and. Bar- I mean, that's with a lot of shitty bars, but it's like this weird cultural thing. Uh, I first learned about it from the movie Big Daddy. Ditto. Um, <laughs> that's like, well. it's a running joke uh, that I definitely thought was the funniest joke in the world when I was young, and now Hooters, I watch Hooters, it. And I'm Hooters. Like, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, that's all. That's the whole joke. Is you just say Hooters at her? Anyway, um, and that's uh, and that that woman grew up to be Judd Apatow's wife. Le- that's Leslie Mann. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Totally forgot about that. There you go. And Good for her. Know, I, I love that movie. I'm, I'm just gonna say. Oh, I, I do too. I love Big yeah. Daddy too. Yeah. I just think the Hooters thing is a bit outdated now. Yeah. Oh. Oh. For sure. <laughs> um. Great. What's our favorite joke from the set? Uh, um. I'll go first. It's a Marge line where uh-huh. she talks about a tick burrowing in there. <laughs> and uh, wait, I don't remember this joke. <laughs> it's it's after Bart quits and it's at the family dinner table. And it's a it's a very uncomfortable silence. And Marge looks at everyone, and she's like, "And she's like, well, I never thought it w- a tick could get in so deep, but the little oh. guy just burrowed in there like he had a mind of his own." <laughs> and Lisa's like, "Mom, we're eating." <laughs> and I <laughs> I thought it was excellent. I have a few honorable mentions, but I'll wait till it goes around. Sure, Craig. Uh, number one, yeah, I have some honorable mentions too, but number one is a, something I always, and I always remembered it from when I was a kid. And so when I started watching it again last night, I already started laughing because I knew it was coming. It's when he calls Mr. Burns and he, <laughs> he like quits his job and he's just like, so I quit. And Bart says, you can't see you winking over the phone. <laughs> and Burns well, is just so confused. Yeah. I, I, and then he just does the classic Homer scream, which I think is so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my favorite joke is, um, uh, who are we? The Wildcats. Who are we going to beat? The Wildcats. <laughs> I just find that really funny. These dumb kids don't understand what they're doing. They're just ready to scream things. Um, and then uh, also, like, just in general, the whole bit with Lisa, I think, is so funny. It's like, yeah, that's right. A girl wants to play. Oh, that's great. We got three girls already. <laughs> oh, you do? <laughs> uh, well, who wants to play anyway with this? made out of a pig skin 
actually these are all synthetic and and like every was like everyone is we donate to there's some like amnesty international they, they yeah donate to and then she starts tearing up and leaves i'm like that's great that's a real that's a well-written lisa joke yeah that's great it's it's a good joke um one of my honorable mentions is the uh is the cup the whole bit with the cup um oh yeah i want to see you oh my god and then bart coming out with the cup on and he's like give the cup a new cup a try <laughs> and he just kicks him in the crotch a hundred times it's so funny I actually, I, I, I didn't think that was funny at all. I, I loved I, it. I thought the I, I was actually ready to write down the joke of uh, Marge trying to buy the cup as a favorite until the CUP part. I'm like, that's like that ruined it for me. Like if I like that, the dude, the dude is so like, ah, I hear you loud and clear shoulder pads. <laughs> like, like, that's yeah, really funny. I, I, I thought it almost like abandoned the joke when it turns out the whole, t- it's almost like the whole time he was like trying to go for like, yeah that that, that kind Trying of to get like, her to say it yeah that like bathroom humor like yeah. Bleh, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah um uh the one that i and like uh, in retrospect this probably isn't as uh unlikely to come from homer but it just i, I remember laughing out loud at this joke but also being like ah like i don't like it as much with homer saying it uh is when marge says uh you know homer it's really easy to criticize he goes fun too <laughs> <laughs> like that's a funny joke but i just again I, I i don't like it coming from homer as much i don't know i don't know i don't know what it is about homer this season he's you very just up don't like from... him anymore well i just, I just again it's you know we can talk about jerk ass homer but it's also just like like mean homer and that's kind of what jerk ass homer is but it's just i don't like him being mean i like him being like oblivious and goofy I like it when it's a little mean. softer. Like I think yeah. one of my honorable mentions would be in that same scene where he says, "Well, he's, he's wearing that hat like an idiot." Yeah, something like that is great. So funny. Again, and like even the like Flanders, what Flanders? Like that's I think that's funny. And then he throws a beer at him. I'm like, come on, dude! Like <laughs> you didn't like that. I really didn't. I just I don't think it's funny. I think it's it's too it's too far for for Homer and uh, not not in a funny way. Like violence is fun violence can be funny let me put it that way but it needs to be done uh appropriately either to either absurd like that's why itchy that's why kids like itchy and scratchy right if that was all like realistic violence in that cartoon kids wouldn't like it it'd be scary so anyway violence. is it a cartoon to them or i guess it would be but yeah, it's funny because it it's a cartoon within a okay yeah yeah, yeah that's the joke <laughs> uh, okay yeah yeah <laughs> Oh man! I, I never, I actually never thought about the concept of it maybe being a real mouse and cat. Just on their <laughs> right? You've been gone a long time. Yeah. <laughs> this sort of thing would never have stumped you before. Yeah, so true. <laughs> Off my game. Um. Yeah. Uh, oh, MVP. Ooh, oh yes, of course. This is the thing we do now, Craig. Choose an episode MVP. Uh, I'm going Nelson. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's the best football player. <laughs> He gets the MVP trophy. Yeah, this is the Heisman. I don't know. I don't know how trophies work in football. Um, I think that's that's a that's a trophy in football. I think that's college ball. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> I don't. Uh, we're all we're all really put in the comments football. if you know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh God. Um, let's see. My episode MVP is probably Flanders. I think he's really funny. They're just words, Nettie. Words can't hurt you. And of course you have to go out for sports. It'll help you avoid temptations like something. Rock in, music. Rock music and girls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yay. Um, apparently the National Football League Most Valuable Player Award is what it's called. <laughs> wow. Nice. Yeah, so they really they really spent all night coming up with that title. Yeah. I, the NHL has the best names for their trophies. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Art Ross, that's the stuff. The we Rocket won. The Rocket Richard. Well, it, it, it's the same way that, you know, when you win an NBA championship, you win an NBA championship. That, yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what it is. Yeah. They, they have they, a name. They don't need to come with fancy things. They it. do have a name for the trophy, though. I don't know what it's called. Uh, oh, Stanley really? Cup. No, the, the NBA championship trophy. Oh. Um, whereas, like, yeah, everybody knows. It's like, that's a basketball, huh? Yeah. Joke, from this, <laughs> yeah. joke from this episode. <laughs> He's special. Yeah. Uh, uh heisman is for ncaa football so you're you're right it's college bowl yeah there you go there you go college um, boy yeah yeah did you say your mvp craig uh no but i'm, I'm gonna go for broadway joe joe namath the guest. Hey. <laughs> uh guest star mvp so alan what do you think is this a thumbs up or a thumbs down you old grump roast <laughs> <laughs> terry use my term against me um uh well again i was i i said right at the top it's not a thumbs down it was a it was a debate between thumbs sideways and thumbs up um but you know what? i think it's a thumbs up i think it's a thumbs up overall great i'm glad to hear i it. still again i still have some some quibbles and like that the the homer in the middle just uh, it's like it's that homer that i hate throughout the season but he isn't like it for, for the whole episode. So that makes it, it eases that pain a bit for me. And I think there's a lot of really great jokes in this one. And uh, I like the plot overall. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the more focused episodes so far. So, yeah. <clears throat> great. A rare thumbs up for me. <laughs> thumbs way up for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we know, it'll be, this is going to be a, a tough season. Already has been. A lot of for those keeping track, I've got three ups, two downs, one sideways so far. Pretty good season so far. How do you yeah. find clothes that fit? Ah, oh, come on, <laughs> Next, everybody. Uh, <laughs> ah, Craig McHugh, everybody. <laughs> I, w- I wish we were recording video because I was clearly doing like a like a sarcastic like. Like Lean that's in. not my real type of humor. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure to put that. We can hear sure it. Put no, that we can hear it in your of the video. Voice. Okay, okay. You can hear the lean in, in his voice. Okay. You know? okay. If I say like, hey, Greg, I really like that hat. Or if I say, hey, Greg, I really like that hat. You can hear that lean in. Yeah, right? you can hear it. Yeah, you can hear yeah, the lean in. No, I, I never I wear that. I mean, I mean, I, it's hard for me because I saw it too, but I heard <laughs> it, <so>. You're right. <laughs> Everybody close their eyes and let them do it again. <laughs> then oh, we'll boy. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts, Greg, uh, Craig? Sorry. Uh, good. I mean, talking about it, I think I like it more. I like the nice little subtle touches. I like the Tom Landry character in Homer. I like it even more now that I know it's actually like continuous. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think it has some, I think it has some funny bits and I think the story wraps up nicely. It's well realized. Wonderful. Yeah. We had a good time today. Yeah. <laughs> Release the Snyder cut. Oh no! <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, internet trolls get their way again. Absolutely, that's never a bad idea. Okay. Speaking of internet trolls, though, yeah, getting their way. Mm. You know what happened today? What? Uh, the original four by three ratio was released on Disney Plus. Was it actually? Yeah, I watched this episode on Disney Plus in f- glorious four by three. Oh my god, I didn't. How does this? You what? fool! How do you do it? 
Uh, so you have to go to the the page for The Simpsons yeah. uh, on Disney Plus, and then go to details, and there's a little like uh, slider thingy that you can like uncheck so that it will because it'll default to putting them all in 16 by nine uh, so you uncheck that and they'll put it to four by three for the ones that were aired that way well thank you so much for telling our listeners about that yes. i'm sure they will appreciate it i know i did just yes. now so i know thank you so much <laughs> i can't wait to watch more of season nine and glorious four by three for all i know that's the reason i like this episode is because i was watching it in four by three <laughs> it might be uh because i watched it in 16 by nine and it sucked <laughs> it was a fucking garbage episode yeah. couldn't even see homer's hat sometimes um, yeah well thanks for listening everybody uh thanks to craig for joining us once again from the weird wild world of the internet um because we can do that now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah we hope to uh continue this lively debate on season nine because next one's it's gonna be a rough one i think it's the two mrs nahasapima pedalons Ooh. it's about like arranged marriage and apu and homer's pretending to be a god so anyway uh <laughs> you can find us on facebook twitter instagram at bad neighbors pod or two bad neighbors the simpsons podcast and you can email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com numerical three and you can always uh drop us a line uh we mentioned this a couple episodes ago but we're gonna do a mailbag when we get to all singing all dancing because that episode is trash and uh so if you, if you have some mail that uh some pressing questions or uh thoughts or anything like that please send them our way to our email uh it's the best way to do it because then we can compile them all together in that format um and we'll uh, we'll read them on air probably so uh get ready for that and uh subscribe to our patreon two dollars a month you get all of our bonus content including what's coming up we got to record something soon don't we we do yeah we have to record it pretty soon but uh, we definitely have zombie one we definitely have aladdin and the king, king of, thieves. of thieves coming up in uh june so be on the lookout there for that get and ready for that have probably a, some zombie apps coming up soon we have a zombie episode coming out on may 31st yeah yeah so do that and if we hit a hundred dollars we're getting close we're gonna do our simpsons D, so we're gonna keep plugging that until we get there so yeah do it yeah <laughs> please we appreciate it um thanks for listening everybody any final thoughts or anything you want to plug craig <laughs> not really <laughs> big daddy craig wants to plug big daddy the 1999 adam sandler film yeah uh, starring, check it out it's a, uh, it's a, a young jughead um cole sprouse and dylan sprouse and john stewart John Stewart, uh, you got uh, Leslie Mann, you got uh, who else? We got Alan Rob, Colbert, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider doing an accent. Um, uh, Steve yeah. Buscemi as a homeless guy who loves McDonald's. Sure, yeah. Um, Sausage McMuffins. Oh man, all all the classics from the '90s, late '90s. Uh, you know, it was a pre-9/11 world. All right, thanks for listening, everybody, and keep watching the skis. What a-